0: Three great words. Free fries Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Bada ba ba ba. one time on Fridays at participating medals through 123124 excludes tax must-update rewards. At IKEA, your dream home is a blue bag away. No matter the size of your space or budget, we've got everything you need to turn your dreams into reality. And now with new lower prices on hundreds of our most popular products, bringing the dream home is even easier like the Gray Strandom Wing Chair was $369, now $299. And the IKEA Plus 365 9-Piece Cookware Set was 129 dollars now $89.99. And hundreds more. Shop new lower prices at ikea-usa.com today. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency designed Future Formula, a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and more. Agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol. Future Formula by Agency. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling, subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. Introducing Batiste Sweat Activated and Touch Activated Dry Shampoo. With breakthrough technology that absorbs oil and releases bursts of fragrance whenever you sweat or touch your hair for up to 24 hours, it's the ultimate hair care for girls on the go. Try the newest dry shampoo that's activated by you. Batiste, the future of hair care is here. Buy Batiste Dry Shampoo online or in store at your nearest retailer. How to grow onions an easy to follow tea break tutorial with me, Alan Titchmarsh. Hello and welcome to the brand new Gardeners World Magazine podcast series, exploring some of the key issues that incense and inspire gardeners. These are handy expert guides to some of the topics and techniques team at Gardener's World are asked about time and time again cuttings, tomatoes, pests, 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 blooming blight, composting to name but a few. In this exclusive series I'm going to talk about some of these big questions and share with you my practical no-nonsense solution. I'll lead you, not down the garden path, but to a more successful, hopefully less stressful, approach to tackling common garden woes and getting the garden of your dreams. I want to help you to have more time enjoying the fruits and flowers of your labours, and less time actually labouring. bring a tear to my eye. Oh, Alan, I hear you say, onions bring tears to everyone's eyes. What's your point? Well, my point is, I'm saddened by how the magnificent and versatile onion has lost its place in the centre of the cookery stage. I mean, once bold, zingy and pungent, the supermarket versions are all too often now sort of bland and they don't have that crispness and that zingy flavor that the ones you used to know had and I think many cooks see them purely as the the chorus of a recipe the the basis of sauces and stews I think there should be more than that they need to come front of stage onions they're the most glorious vegetable and wonderfully easy and rewarding to grow soups Salads, crispy battered onion rings, rich white sauces like me mum used to make, sandwiches, pickles, pies, all of them need onions. And if you grow your own, the onion can retake the kitchen center stage in so many different guises. An onion is after all, a many layered thing. So in this tea break tutorial, I'm gonna talk you through how to grow Oscar-worthy onions from Spanish to spring. I'll explain how to choose the right varieties for you and how to store them correctly to give you a steady supply throughout the year. No more tears, let's bring back taste. Now, to begin, you have to know your onions to sow or plant your onions. So what is an onion? Well, it's a swollen, edible bulb. And a bulb is, well, in this case, it's a modified shoot. If you look at what it is, it has a base plate with little roots coming out of it. When you slice it open, you can see all those scales. Well, they're sort of scale leaves. And that's what an onion is, really, rather like a daffodil. Just don't confuse the two because Daffodils are not very good in an omelette. The standard onion is related to chives. It's related to garlic, to leeks, that elongated stem, scallions, shallots, and more about those later. But the family is the Allium family. You know, those glorious, they're like drumsticks, don't they? In the borders in April and May, like Allium purple sensation. That's an onion. And so you see the ornamental ones at RHS flower shows. Uh, There are many health benefits associated with onions. They are meant to lower blood pressure, improve your circulation. Now, I am not a doctor. I am not vouching for all these capabilities that the onion is meant to contain. I'm just saying that they are allegedly (laughs) very good for your blood pressure and improving your circulation. Some folk, would you believe, even swear by rubbing half a raw onion on the soles of your bare feet to treat a cold Just don't expect to have any friends. Nutritionally, they count as one of your five a day, but they're often overlooked, aren't they, onions? Again, going back to this thing, oh, they're a garnish. Do they really count? They do. And onion skins are traditionally used as a, a powerful organic fabric dye. They produce rich shades of earthy browns, even the yellow skins. You see, you didn't know there was so much in an onion, did you? In the early 20th century in the UK the mention of the bulb conjured up images of Johnny Onions, the stereotypical French onion seller. There he was with his striped Breton jumper and his beret and a string of prized onions around his neck or across the crossbar of his bike. This his character, much beloved of the school textbook illustrators, was based on historical fact. I am old enough to remember. Brittany onion growers coming to Britain on a bike <laughs> uh, particularly to Wales, strangely enough. Why Wales? Oh come on, remember leaks. And they were transporting their wares around on their bikes. I always think I wonder what when they completely sold up, they turn back early and say, Oh, crumbs are gonna go way back now and get some more. Before the advent of easy European travel, for many British folk this was the only contact they had with French people. So, the the stripey stereotype stuck. My onion memories, well, on the allotment, grandad always grew them, as do I, from sets little tiny bulbs, of which more in a while, but Grandad always grew them. He grew mainly white onions rather than the red ones, but for me, I have to confess personally, raw onions don't do it for me. They give me well, you know, some people like raw onions, others don't, but I adore cooked onions. Fried onions in a pan before the beaten egg goes in to make an onion omelet. Oh my goodness, love it. Uh, French onion soup, English onion soup. Wonderful, love it. Um, And when it comes to eating pickled onions with cheese, oh yes, please. So the main types of onion, Well, they're often grouped in terms of colour, yellow, red, white. The red ones, I sometimes think, are a bit sweeter. They can be trickier to grow than the ordinary yellow or white onions. Just a little bit sweeter. But to be honest, I do prefer what you might call the ordinary yellow onions. They seem to me to be easier to grow than the reds, which often make a smaller bulb and can be a bit more iffy if the weather turns a bit rough during the time they're growing. When it comes to favourite varieties, well I'm going to give you one because it really works for me and that's the one I grow every year. and it's called Centurion and it makes a decent sized bulb. I have to tell you the very first time I met the Queen was on a garden that I made at Chelsea Flower Show in 1985 and it was a country kitchen garden and it had little patches of fruit trees and vegetables and the Queen came onto the garden and she said, oh your onions are very small and I was a bit crestfallen, really, and then she said, "I like them small. When they're large, they taste of nothing at all." So oh, I was sort of vindicated slightly. But whenever I look at onions, now I think of a Majesty to the Queen, as she would. Anyway, if I'd grown centurion, she wouldn't have been disappointed. They make a really decent size. Now, there's information about many more onion varieties in the plants pages at gardenersworld.com. So if you want to stretch your capability when it comes to growing onions, you have a look at that. Now, there are two ways to grow onions. You can grow them from seed, or you can grow them from sets. Seeds, well, you know what they are, that's obvious. A set is a small onion bulb, and I have always grown my onions from sets. It gives you a head start, if you like. Um, Onion seeds um, can often make larger bulbs, and you sow them very, very early on in the year. If you want your relationship to break up, sow your onion seeds on Boxing Day. That's when they tell you your exhibition onions should go in. The family'll hate you for it. Just a minute, what do you mean you're going out to the greenhouse? Uh, so they always used to sell exhibition onion seeds on Boxing Day. Uh, you all gather from that fairly early on in the year if you want to get a decent size onion. And you will need a cool greenhouse to get them going in. Uh, that's some seed. I, I regard my uh, marriage as being uh, reasonably important. So in fact, I use sets. It means I don't have to go on Boxing Day. And I've planted the sets, little tiny onions. They're perhaps between um, three quarters and an inch tall. That's about two centimetres. Uh, plant them uh, that size and they will grow into full size onions. If you're growing your onions from seed, good multi-purpose compost, peat-free always, of course. And you can do them on a windowsill indoors if you haven't in a greenhouse. They don't need a lot of heat, but they will need a temperature of around 60 degrees Fahrenheit. That's about 15 degrees Celsius to get them through. And just sow them on the surface of the compost and lightly sieve some soil over the top until they completely disappear from view. And then you'll have to prick them out before you plant them out into the garden, and you will be planting them out later on in the spring. You can tell from this this is why i grow onions from sets can't you because it's that much easier all you need to do there is to find that reasonable day in march or april and i say march or april do not rush out according to the calendar oh it's march i've got to get my onion sets in if it's cold and wet because they'll just sit there and they may well rot the best thing to do is to wait until you can see a spell of reasonably favorable weather coming and then to plant Iranian sets out. They need rich soil, so if you manage to manure it during the winter, that'll be great, and a good dusting of blood bone and fish meal raked into the surface, and then sow them in rows, because that way you can hoe between them when the plants start to come up and keep the weeds down. When it comes to planting them, set them about six inches apart, and make sure when you plant them with a trowel, that the bulb is just underneath the surface. Don't leave that little tiny top sticking out, because blackbirds play this wonderful game called, let's go and pull out the onion sets. So just make sure you can't see the tops, and they'll then come through the soil, and by which time they will have rooted out of the bottom of the bulb and anchored themselves. So it's mainly birds that you have a problem with. You might get a bit of mice damage, but it's quite rare, to be honest. And once they start to grow, well, this is key, whether or not you've planted out your onions grown from seed or you've planted out your onion sets, once they've started to grow, the most important thing is that you don't let them dry out. With almost all vegetable crops, if you let them dry out, they start to wind down in terms of growth and they become tough. They don't expand anymore. Just make sure the soil around the onions stays moist. What will also happen is they can run to seed. They'll sand up a flower spike and you'll find that that has affected the very centre of the bulb. If you dig it up and try and use it, it's become woody in the middle. So the key is to keep them growing steadily. And that means that you don't let them dry out and that you just hope the weather will help you. Water them in dry spells. And there aren't many things that attack them. And being an organic gardener, I'm afraid I don't spray. I don't do anything other than make sure they're well fed at the outset with a good helping of manure during the winter to hold on to moisture in the soil and a good dusting of blood, bone and fish meal. I don't feed my onions, provided I've put all that nutrition in the ground to start off with. Uh, And it's generally dry spells, uh, but yes, sometimes temperature fluctuation that causes bolting. You keep it evenly moist, I bet you anything you like, you'll get a good crop. When are they ready to harvest? Mm, Sometime, depending on when you put them in, in July or August, you will know when. You'll see the bulbs, because they're starting to form on top and halfway into the soil. Scrape away a bit of the earth around them to examine the bulbs and see how big they've got. If the top growth is still green and they're growing well, and you like large onions, leave them be. But when you get to late July, early August, you'll probably find that one or two of the onion tops fall over. They just topple. And that generally is a sign that they're getting pretty near to being ripe and ready to harvest. So at that point, late July, early August, bend all the rest of the onion leaves over. If you bend them into the row so that two rows are bent inwards and you've then got a a gap on the outside of each row, that does mean that at least one side of the bulb will get lots of sun on to help ripen it. Leave them like that for a few weeks and then just ease them out of the ground. If the weather is dry and sunny, You can leave them on the surface of the soil for a bit just to dry off a little and to harden off, if you like, ready for harvesting. Now, when they are ready to dig up and harvest, what do you do with them? Well, the important thing is that you remember the difference between onions and potatoes. When you're storing potatoes, potatoes need to be stored in the dark. We generally put them in thick paper sacks because that will keep the light out. Onions, quite the reverse. In order to avoid sprouting, make sure the onions are hung in a light spot. It needs to be frost free, but make sure there's plenty of light and that will help to stop them sprouting. My onions, when I plait them into long lengths, they don't start sprouting until the very end of June, you know the the year following when i've harvested them so i've got stored onions right the way through the winter and on into the next summer which shows i must be doing something right i do rather like plaiting them into strings and they look good in the potting shed near the window so there's a bit of light just to keep them sprouting and that way you can just snip off an onion as you need it and use it as you need it and they look they look ever so pretty strung up in my potting shed and when you've platted them or strung them up they act as a reminder during the winter of your growing skills and you know johnny onions well every bit as good as you are mine look good as well uh, his were in french plats mine are in english ones you can find links to more information about onions and onion recipes on our podcast pages Gardenersworld.com forward slash podcast. Can you freeze onions? You can, if you peel them and chop them up. You can keep them in the freezer and they'll last for an awful long time. What kind of onions can you pickle? It's not so much onions that you pickle, but shallots. I grow shallots as well. Small onions, but really sweet. And as well as tying them into bunches, rather like I do the plats of large onions I do it with shallots as well and they're wonderful you know one shallot chopped up and popped in an omelette or and the other kind of cooking they are lovely and the pickling onions if you buy pickling onions they go to the right size so rather like shallots same sort of size and you can pickle them as well oh they are delicious chunk of cheese either Wednesday Dale, being a Yorkshireman if you must you can have Lancashire. It's lovely with a pickled onion. Um, And the same method of growing applies exactly as for the large onions. Just grow them in the same way, evenly, making sure they don't get short of water, and then ripen them and harvest them in exactly the same way. If you want a fresher flavour, try growing spring onions or scallions. They really are easy. You can sow them when you're sowing your radishes and your lettuces in a row. You can sow them reasonably thickly um, and harvest them young. They've got a a really good flavour very early on in their life. You can use them in stir fries and all kinds of Asian and Mexican dishes. Just look for old varieties like White Lisbon or other Award of Garden Merit varieties from the RHS. Elodie is quite mild and if you want a red one, North Holland Blood Red and lilia, the Italian red, they're red spring onions. Still a good flavour, and dead easy to grow from seed. Just don't rush to get out there if the soil is too cold and wet. It's rather like uh, when you're testing a baby's bathwater, you know, you to stick your elbow in the water to see it wasn't too hot. I know it sounds weird, but when you go out there, stick your elbow on the soil. And if you think, oh gosh, that's a bit horrible, don't sow, there will be a day. Usually in April when you think, oh, that's not too bad and then you can get your onions in. Can you grow onions in containers? You can, uh, particularly with spring onions, very easy. You can grow onions in grow bags, if you like. Same conditions apply, just make sure that they don't run out of water. A lot of people think once they've gone in and they start to grow, they'll be fine. No, it is that big key. Don't let them go short of water. Onions, the old onion growers, the guys, and it was mainly guys, who grew them for show would have the same onion patch every year. And they would absolutely ladle organic matter into it. So it was like rich fruitcake. And that's the clue onions like moisture and they like food. I wouldn't grow them in the same patch every year, simply because if you get a pest or a disease getting stuck in there, it can stay year after year. I'd rather move them about a bit, but always make sure that the earth in which they're growing is in full sun and really rich. And my big tip, well, you know, I would always grow from sets. Half the job's been done for you, hasn't it? Nice small bulb gives you a head start. That's your lot. Oh, sorry. Growing your own onions. It's simple. It's rewarding. And if you follow my guide, honestly, it won't end in tears. You've been listening to Tea Break Tutorials with me, Alan Titchmarsh, produced by Lucy Ditchmont for BBC Gardeners World magazine.